So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rematches Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. So nothing's being transmitted, which is why I had to hence turn it. Or that's why it automatically turned off. You're good. Don't worry. So, all right. No, no, no. I want to hear more about the uh, boring <laughs> electronics you have set up in your house. Can you tell me more about your equalizer? You guys ready? I think yeah. so. Start all the right. Show. Three, two, one. Welcome, oh. craft. Jeez, what, Brian? Hold on. Right I, got, I got people yelling. He's no. just he, poor yeah, buddy. Brian, no, it's okay. It's okay. This is the Trogs Independent Brewing. They're perpetual. Trogs. Is that it? Trogs. Yeah. No, I, believe, I believe he said it the right the first time. Traugs. I think Ryan's wrong. Uh, yeah. That. No, because that's uh, that's Corey's favorite uh, brewery from up in PA. No, so. I think Corey's wrong too. It's definitely Traugs. That sounds right. Yeah. There's about eight W's in know. there. Yeah. Donnie's going. I totally agree with you, Doctor Evil. Um, and for those of you that can't see the, <laughs> the video, Brian is literally only illuminated. He's in complete darkness, only illuminated by a Christmas tree behind his head. Everyone grab a bowl of snowflakes. Ryan's cereal. You can buy it for for $7 a box. The Ewoks Ewoks having sex. I've been to a bale to bear before, okay? I know what goes on there. How do you think all those bears get built? Just saying. They get stuck. You call them Jettas? I know. Like the no. no. That's what I heard. Beep. Jettas may not know love or emotion. They must be non-persuasive yeah, force. That's because Jettas break down on the highway because they're shitty cars. <laughs> I didn't say Jetta. Ryan, you might as well tripped over that low bar we set for you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, craft brews and geek news. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. Now here's the founder of the Brewmasters Club and your host, Donnie Gallagher. Welcome, craft beer. My name is Donnie, and this is the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News, where we talk about national stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. Who can speak to these lovely topics and more, except for three kind and knowledgeable young gentlemen, Mr. Lausman, all the way from Albany, New York. How are you? Good. I was going to say that. Uh, no. Say what? Yeah. Mr. Lausman? Mm, no, no. All I like the first. You got to leave the first one in. Oh, good. Okay. I'm in Albany. <laughs> New York. It's a lot of fun up here, but uh, we'll talk about more about that in a little bit. But yeah, I'm good, man. The best, part, be about, the best part about you being in Albany is that we have a video um, feed that we record this from. And Ryan thought that your hotel room was your new apartment. <laughs> and he was like, oh man, it is small, but it's very nice. <laughs> it's very yeah. nice. It's bright and clear and, and your, your, your photos coming in nice and clear. Your voice is coming in nice and clear. It's just awesome. It looks like yeah, almost yeah. like a Hilton Wi-Fi. <laughs> It's it's absolutely um, a major corporations Wi-Fi. So yeah, um, you're right. It's That's not good. my apartment, though. You may have you may have recognized that voice, Mister Ragai. How are you? I'm doing just fine. <laughs> how you been, Ryan? Man, I have been busy. I am I am one busy man. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, you guys were at Leapfrog or Bullfrog Brewing. 
yeah, Ashley did a show the other day, and she sewed everything that she could think of uh, all week long. She's just a sewing machine. And right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the show was fun. We, we met a lot of people, had some really good feedback. Sales could have been better, but I just don't think that there was a lot of people there with children to, to, to make up for that. But we did make friends with um, Blood Brothers, and they own a shop in Tarpon Springs, that, and they make their very own uh, Bloody Mary mix, which is spectacular. So we've been kind of supporting them the last couple of days, and there might be some things by, in the work. By having Bloody Marys every day? Well, they have a, they have a shop too, but they're they're also in a bunch of restaurants. And do have, I sent, yeah, do, do you have a <clears throat> bottle of theirs? Because like, I, is it the one that has like the Mexican skull head? Yes, yes. I think I had that somewhere in downtown Tampa, and it was really good. It was it's really spectacular. Good. Yes, yeah, really good. Uh, they 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 gifted us a nice bottle to to share, and then uh, Ashley was actually out there today because they want to have some. Some of Ashley's clothes put into their boutique and store. Um, nice. and is it a, what? What is it? What does their store consist of? I she she would know better than I than I do. Um, she was out there, so she got to kind of see it firsthand. But um, they have a storefront. They want to they want to specialize in a whole bunch of things, but they also want to put Ashley's clothes out there. Uh, just uh, she'll so she's gonna make a specific line of clothing that she sells only at that store to kind of drive people there and you know help them out while she helps yourself kind of thing so yeah that's great <clears throat> but the not take away from that though the bloody mary makes is spectacular so if you haven't had it you i have I, yeah i'm telling you i've had it before i remember the blood brothers like um the name and then it was yeah it was like the the white skulls or whatever and it was the uh, dio de los mortes yeah, or whatever yeah. sugar sugar skulls i think they called it i i can't remember no but, idea yeah really nice people too very genuine down to earth and, and they are uh, like local uh yeah out of tarpon springs mm -hmm. oh, that's mm -hmm. awesome how are you guys? <laughs> good, good. Um, so Laos is in Albany. I'm here at the house, but I've got an extra dog in the house and a couple family members. <laughs> so. Got a crying baby upstairs. It's all good, Donnie. It's all okay. I got snow outside. Mine's quiet. Well, I'm glad, last man. I'm glad you're having a uh, winter wonderland of a white Christmas. I'm, I'm yeah, happy for you. 19 degrees is really a wonderland. I wonder whose wonderland that is. Like Alice. Polar bear? Yeah. No, I doubt it. Everyone's wearing a parka up here. They all look miserable. Oh. Yep. It's cold. Yeah, it's it's only it's only like sixty five or so here, so it's it's lovely. But um, but yeah. So, anyways, we're not going to do the 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 good old weather report here on the uh, the Craft Brewers Geek News podcast. It's not what we talk about. We talk about again national stories, local flavors, and all sorts of goody nuggets of geek culture. So, Ryan, we had started off last time we spoke, which was about two weeks ago, about Sierra Nevada's call for campfire relief beer and how they kind of put it out to the nation to support um, the California's you know, largest and most deadly camp, or excuse me, deadly fire in California, um, and the charitable, uh, you know, notions to, to brew beer to raise funds for those affected by the fire in Northern California. So, we we both joined in and I, I know that you actually what brewed on friday last last let's see a week ago friday correct yes we brewed the uh, resilience ipa uh, almost a week and a half ago and it is fermenting nicely as a matter of fact even six days into fermentation it was still pumping and i could feel it and hear it coming from my uh kegerator or my, my refrigerator outside i should say uh so yeah it's, i'm really looking forward to it so from from the description of that, and again, we're, we're kind of jumping right into it, but we'll we'll get into this in a section. But but just before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of the Sierra Nevada campfire, um, do you think it's coming out pretty good? 
I sure as hell hope so. I mean, it came in at exactly 1.065 on the original gravity, which I believe is exactly what we were aiming for based on the description of the recipe. And I'm hoping for a nice, freshy, piney, you know, citrusy uh, IPA at the end of it as as the recipe calls for, uh, for it to taste. So I think it's going to be perfect. I'm going to let it ferment for probably another, what's today, Tuesday. I think I'll probably transfer it to secondary on Sunday or Monday of next week or this coming weekend and let it cold crash for a couple of days. And I'm going to throw in some extra cascade uh, and centennial hops, I believe is what it was. Yes. And um, then we'll be ready to keg it. All right. Well, let's, let's get into that in a second, but first the first thing that we always have, we'll let Mr. Lausman um, kick us off here. We always like to talk about what we are drinking. What are we going to drink? And then we'll kind of get into the stories for the evening. I just, I had to k- kick that off with the, the campfire because we had spent so much time. And, and again, we'll get into all of the happenings, the latest, uh, uh, you know, things that are taking place with, with Sierra Nevada and the campfire in a bit. Mr. Lausman, what are you drinking? What are you going to drink, my friend? So originally I had a plan of trying to drink uh, every single one of these beers that I've acquired here in Albany, New York, but I'm taking a look at it now and there's just no way that's going to happen. So I'd like to do a couple shout outs to uh, basically what I did is I didn't do any research on these and I walked into a craft beer, like can beer type place, like a craft beer cellar. And I just said to the bartender, I go, look. I go, get four or five beers that you think I should have and just do it. So he said, okay, make sure they're all from New York. So they're all the coolest beers I've ever seen. Um, really? So, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, there's there's a really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, this one's so first one up is Single Cut Beersmiths. Um, they seem to focus on like 8-bit type video game characters and whatnot. Really cool looking beer. Um, they're based here out of, I believe they're based out of Astoria, New York. I didn't know that was a place. I thought that was just in Oregon. But uh, yeah, Astoria, NYC and Clifton Park, NYC or New York. Uh, that's the first one up. It's delicious. Highly recommend it. Um, it's an IPA, so it's really hitting the spot. This one right up Bry Guy's Alley. Uh, superhero Sidekicks. This has literally cartoon. Ooh. Yeah, this has cartoon figures all awesome. over it. I mean, they all look to be brewing. Like, they have hop-looking gloves, and some of them are, like, swinging, like, beer kegging apparatus and just cool stuff. Um, haven't even cracked that one yet. Um, next one, moving... Or, I'm sorry, that was... Uh, Say the name of that. Yeah, superhero sidekick. I was going to say before you move on, Brewmaster sounds like a villain's name. Just, just saying. Well, like, these guys are based. Yeah, these guys are based out of Brooklyn. So I've never seen this before, but it is seriously one of the coolest cans I've ever seen. Uh, just really, really cool. Super excited about that one. Trying to continue on. Um, I've got Ithaca Beer Company's um, the Flower Power. It's their IPA. Really cool little hippie can. Um, just sort of looks exactly like you think it is. It's very, very hippie. Um, that one's an IPA as well. Um, these are all ranging, by the way, right around 7%. So they're all local. Uh, the next one I have, again, I don't think I'm going to be able to get through half of these tonight, but is the uh, the Wrench IPA by Industrial Arts Brewing Company. Also really cool. Looks like something, if they had beer in the game, um, in the game like Mirror's Edge, this is probably what they would look like. Um, and then lastly is, geez, lastly is The Last Light by, um, it's a, by Common Roots Brewing Company, again, here in Albany, I believe, this one. Um, and they're all actually, the uh, they all have the independent craft uh, certified little sticker on there. So, oh, fantastic! Yeah, they're all really cool looking beers. Um, so far, they all taste really good. I also have one more. Um, I have the this one's technically out of Pennsylvania, though. This is the Trogs Independent Brewing, and they have their perpetual oh, Trogs. IPA. Trogs, is that it? Trogs, yeah, 
Yeah, they're. No, I, believe, I believe he said it the right the first time. Traugza. That sounds yeah, correct. There's a, there's a W. I'm sure it's yeah, implied. I think, I think Ryan's wrong. Uh, on yeah. That. Uh, no, because that's uh, that's Corey's favorite uh, brewery from up in PA. Yeah, so. I think Corey's wrong too. It's definitely Traugza. That sounds right. Yeah, there's about eight Ws in there. Yeah, Donnie's good. They're they're really good people though. They uh, they helped me out with a recipe for one of their beers, and I actually made it down here. So yeah, cool beer. Yeah, it's very no, I'm, good. I'm I totally kidding. I, I think you're right, Ryan. I'm sure. I'm sure. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was just going along with Donnie because I thought I would just piss you off, Ryan. I was. I was, I was beginning just, to. He's like, well, too. I was like, like between trogs and crying babies and people getting mad at me for doing a podcast. I'm about to go off. <laughs> I'm furious, by the way, that you're doing the good, podcast. Good note to self, though. I won't antagonize you anymore, Ryan. <laughs> Don't antagonize the person that's already being antagonized. Got I'm it. Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> Got right. it. All right, Ryan. Those well, beers look amazing, though. They Nothing do. compared yeah. to what I have. Yeah, so, Lossman, which which are you going to drink? Which are you drinking? Well, currently, Traugs. I'm halfway I'm halfway through Traugs. the single Traugs. <laughs> I've already had a Traugs. It's very good. I'm halfway through the single cut beer smiths um i think it's just their single cut beer what is this no i'm sorry it is their mastery nose no shortcut it's an ipa and it's it does look like modern. a legend of zelda like character that's on the front of that not that it's good radio it's just hard to it's hard to see but very cool it drew me in immediately and then they have on the back they have a little um they have a little fermenter guy who's a robot and he says come see our brewery come tour it that's awesome so, that actually looks like um something out of star wars but it's a fermenter it absolutely this, is, yeah. Yeah, this is why I want to be in the industry because it's just so cool. Like, you can do whatever you want to, like, right? The cans, and some people are going to respond to it and some won't. And, like, we're sitting here talking about beers that probably never would have been on this totally nationwide domestic podcast here. But um, now that we're up there, you know, it's it's just cool. It's just cool to see different stuff that people produce. And we would never have imagined to see those beers here ever. But, Laos, you're bringing them to us, which is great. Bring in the noise, man. That's what I do. Bring in the noise. Um, speaking of that, Mr. I Guy, what do you got? Yep. Uh, I picked up one of the uh, holiday winter packs from our unofficial sponsor, Sierra Nevada. I figured for as much effort as we're putting into um, everything with the campfire, uh, you know, relief effort with the Resilient IPA, I got to support them in as many ways as I possibly can. And I am actually drinking on the holiday haze out of this year's snowpack. Have you guys tried this yet? I have not. No. It's no. it's pretty spectacular. It's um, gosh, it's okay. So you you've had of course the torpedo, which is a nice hoppy IPA. It's just very. Um, I mean, it's 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 a it's very brutal on the IPA side. It's it's got a high IPUs. This is this is somewhere between um the uh, pale ale with the holiday or with the torpedo and then also meeting the other hazy ipa uh you guys have had this year nevada hazy ipa i believe so it's it's kind of a cross between all three if that makes sense it's very hot forward it's very piney very fresh uh while also being very smooth and delightful so i actually really am am very much impressed with this beer uh Kind of wish I was in weather like you are, Lost Man, to, to to enjoy it outside in the cold. Actually, I think it'd be great. But nope, yeah, too cold. Uh, I'm gonna follow that up with a winter warmer. So that one's pretty good too. The whole the whole uh, the whole box is actually really good. So yeah, that's no, what I, I got. I, I totally agree with you, Doctor Evil. Um, and for those of you that can't see the, <laughs> <laughs> the video, Brian is literally only illuminated. He's in complete darkness, only illuminated by a Christmas tree behind his head. Which, if you know anything about how that will turn out when the lights behind you and there's darkness in front of you makes you look like the anonymous guy from all those creepy videos they put you on gonna, the internet. You're going to muffle like my voice? Sony. <laughs> 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 you know, disguise my voice so that 
no way yeah. that's going. I'm like, our I could new, be an imposter right now. Nobody our knows. new Winky the drug dealer. He was he was pretty tough. I, I'm just sound like an old man now. I'm playing too much Red Dead Redemption. I'm sorry. This is just not working out for me. Robot monster voice. <laughs> like a monster no, this, voice. No, no, my God. He's even worse than my flashlight. Oh, my God. Oh, this is great radio. Great radio. Anyway. only you guys can see what's going on right now. What I brought to the table was Ooh. our good, our good, uh, a seasonal from our good buddies at Big Storm Brewing, the Winter Ale, Dundon, Dunder and Blixum Ale. Um, it's it's kind of confusing. It's called Big Storm Brewing's Winter Ale, Dunder and Blixum Ale. So really, I guess they just call it Dunder and Blixum. I don't know. Uh, I think there's a there's there's a copyright infringement they're trying to avoid there. But anyways, it's sweet. It's spicy. Um, it goes really well with with some of those heavy flavored Christmas type of beers. And we haven't even said anything about it yet, but we are about a week away from Christmas. Literally, I think today is a week away from Christmas. So um, we're starting to break up those Christmas beers. And, and last minute, I wish I was up there in the cold, too, because this is an 8.8 percenter. Um, it's very good. It is it is low. Lower on the IBUs, like 35 or so. Again, it's sweet and it's a little bit spicy, but it's really spicy if you think of... Um kind of like you know cinnamon nutmeg that kind of stuff it, it really isn't um terribly complex but it has a a, a little backstory to it and the and i actually want to just read a little bit off the can just because our our good friends at big storm take a lot of pride in this beer um it, it's so donner and blitzen were originally named dunder and blixem which translates from dutch to thunder and lightning so thunder and lightning again translates very well to big storm that's the whole beer is the, is the weather piece of it so um this beer was actually awarded 2014's best florida beer championship um it's a great you know uh, beer to have uh, especially when it's cold as hail (laughs) i was gonna leave that one out there for you guys i don't know but it's um it's a very good beer it's um it's got a nice drinkability to it it's it's light enough to just have and it's flavorful enough to have with food so uh really suggest it but again big storm another good beer it is a seasonal so grab what you can that's all i have boys for this evening awesome we should give it like five more and come back. Yeah, have you had? Yeah, all right, we all can't yeah. do do that. But have you had this, Ryan? Be Albany. <laughs> it's uh, it's been a year, but yes, I have had it, and it's an. I I do like that beer. Um, I I saw it the other day in the store, and I thought about buying it, but um, I think I ended up catching something else. But no, it's a very good beer. All right. Well, that was the segment. What are you drinking? What are you gonna drink? Moving on to news, Ryan. Do you have so you already you already started to update us about the Campfire IPA, the resilience that you're brewing? I actually ordered a pack to brew on the uh, Pico Brew system that 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 we have in our partnership with them. Cool. And it has not arrived yet, so I will obviously be much later than you are in terms of the sampling. But you know what the coolest part about supporting a charity like the the Sierra Nevada Campfire Initiative? What is it? We are featured on Sierra Nevada's website. Our unofficial sponsor, we are now supporting. We are number 1,406 out of 1,486 total breweries. So we are 80 away from last. That's awesome. We are not the last brewery. The important thing is that we're there. And we're there. And guess (laughs) what? Brew is on there too. Our our good buddies at Brew Florida Growler Bar. 
are on there as well. They're 1421. So 1421st brewery or brew house to sign up to support this initiative. So um, what a fantastic event. Like we, we, we last reported on it two weeks ago and there was 1200 breweries that had signed up. There are now almost 1500, um, I think going to go on more than that, but, but it's just a fantastic event. And, um, and what a, what a great cause to, to do, to do this, this rally behind this for the, you know, the, the relief of the forest fire, uh, the damages and those affected. So Ryan, and know, like I said, we, we touched on it before, but just give another 30 second breakdown about your beer and the resilience that you're brewing at home. Uh, as far as the where where we're at in the process, or yeah, like do you think that you'll be re- like you, you? So you said next you're gonna do it for another week, so that's next Tuesday, and then maybe by the following weekend you'll be ready to taste it. I I think we'll be ready to keg um, by next Thursday. Uh, that's that's kind of where I'm aiming at because it's already been two weeks, and it's it's not. You know, I mean, it's only a five and a half gallon batch, so it's not that much. Um, and typically my IPAs tend to tend to take about uh, two weeks before they're ready to keg um so we'll we'll keg it and then i'll get with christian and we'll figure out when we can announce it to the masses so that everybody can come out and get a nice little 10 ounce pour and also donate to to the cause so you can you know five dollars is the suggested donation amount you know because that's kind of how they've always done it but you can do more you could do less it is what it is whatever you feel you know good about uh to, to donate so over i there. plan on drinking several so that sounds right i mean last you can have 10 as, <laughs> long, as long as you donate <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, the the biggest the biggest uh, or the, one of the coolest pieces about this is that there there is and we're not unfortunately going to make the timeline for it, but December twentieth is actually going to be Resilience Night, where every participating brewery that is included in the list is encouraged to raise their glass and and, um, and oh. serve the beer. But it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're not serving it that evening. It's just that you're supporting it, and that's you know that's kind of the day of recognition that they're setting aside from a Sierra Nevada stand. So. Well, then I tell you what I will do. So th- what's Thursday night? Uh, Two days from now, literally. December yeah, 20th. <laughs> I feel like I have something to do that night. But after work, because Tampa Bay Brewing Co. Uh, company is right near my job, uh, they are going to have it on tap there. And I feel like I should go and support the cause and and do a nice little toast with that beer. Uh, be a good little, little thing to do. So I'll try to make that a point on Thursday. <laughs> Yep, got it. Now let's talk about your Friday plans. I mean, what do you got going on? Then? <laughs> Friday's a whole other story. We are kidless. No, ah, oh, okay, all right. We all know what happens there. I'm not. We're not going out. And we're sarcastic. wrapping. We're wrapping Christmas presents, and we're kidless. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Gonna put on some jingle balls and uh, have a have a have a fun time. Oh boy! No, this is spiraling. Um. So, anyways, so you wanted more talking? No, nope. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. No, that's good. I. And again, I don't want to uh, to spiral too hard on this, but it, it is it is pretty exciting to be up there with forty, like fourteen hundred other breweries. Ryan, think about it. And we are not a brewery; we are, we are just here to support it. And we may put in a piddly couple hundred bucks from whatever it is that that we that you big big fan you and and brew you know brew um, growler bar can can actually raise. But um, but it is just overall again just a recap on this. We won't talk about it after this night. You know, probably a whole lot more. But uh, we're not affected by the campfires or by the, uh, the the raging forest fires that struck northern california but we have been hit by hurricanes we have had our garages and our roofs and our windows damaged i mean mm-hmm. things happen man so like we get it and um it, again just to, to put a 
a cap on it. It's just nice to be a part of this, uh, to have uh, an opportunity to be a part of this. And in, in that, you know, Sierra Nevada took such a big stance and Untapped took such a big stance. If, if you are um, at any brewery and you see Resilience, you know, IPA on tap, grab a pint, check in on Untapped. You get a, a once in a lifetime badge that's only available at those 1400 breweries, hmm. us included, um, that actually has, awesome. you know, the ability to, to check in and get that badge. So, um, if you're into it, get it. But either way, support what you can, and we just appreciate being a part of it. So that's all I have to close it out. We've got a lot more to talk about. Yeah. Anything else, boys? It's 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 uh, very humbling again to be part of something that's bigger than us. You know. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's cool. I totally very agree. Cool. All right. So moving on, and we're going to hit these pretty quick because we got a lot of um hearty um let's hit them geek news to get into. Did you guys know that Kellogg's now Kellogg's cereal? It's making its own craft beer from cornflakes. Jesus. <laughs> cereal? Are they are they selling this to children? <laughs> uh, maybe. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. But Battle Creek, Michigan, um, the cereal company is partnering with Seven Brothers Brewery in the UK for some odd reason to turn the flakes into craft beer. It's called Throwaway IPA, which again, I don't know why they would oh have that kind of a name, but they're using about 130 pounds of cornflakes per batch. And the large Larger goal for the cereal maker is to eliminate food rate waste. So they're thinking that by donating the cornflakes, which I don't know where they come from, because they make this as a product, and now they're donating 130 pounds of it per batch um, to help eliminate food waste. Oh, jeez! Well, I have a, I have a, where, I have a, get, where are they getting it from? I have a question. They're probably getting it from the factory. Like the factory's um, got to have waste. Ryan, this article consisted of three bullet points. Let me answer your question. Go ahead. All right. So they call it the throwaway IPA, and they're using mm-hmm. 130 pounds of cornflakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone out there that is normal? That buys just cornflakes. I'm sure you buy them for health reasons. But if you've ever bought in cornflakes, what is the one thing that everybody adds to cornflakes? Sugar. Thank you. That's why I actually buy it. cornflakes. I, I buy cornflakes recreationally. So, <laughs> but that's why they're calling it throwaway IPA because they're buying. They're using just regular cornflakes. They're not using any cornflakes with sugar. That's. I, no, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I still don't get the connection between throwaway IPA. If you were like, oh hey, can we use your product to brew a beer? Oh yeah, that'd be great. What are you gonna call it? Uh, butt trash. Uh, double butt. Are you cool with that? No, that sounds terrible. Why would you? Why, why won't you call it something like Johnny Cool Guys beer? No, no, definitely throwaway IPA. That's or butt trash that's a way better way to yeah that's a way better way but no uh, it's gotta uh, have sugar it's gotta I, have i think if if we use like a like a sugar uh what's the other version of the the cornflakes snowflakes is that, is that no that's a no, that's, that's a weather that's not a yeah. oh. that's what i have up here in Alabama. <laughs> frosted flakes frosted flakes i would i, I would Snowflake. actually like to use frosted flakes to brew a stout everyone, i think that'd be spectacular everyone everyone <laughs> grab a bowl of snowflakes ryan's cereal you can buy it for, for seven dollars a box it'll be in your frozen food section or melted then it's called water don't forget to buy the snowflake tier milk to partner that with your snowflake <laughs> Wait, so what is snowflake tier milk i don't know it's just it's the thing tier I one. it's just water that you mix with other water to make cereal but really you just yeah, might as well if you're if you're having just regular cornflakes then there's no need for milk you just might as well be eating it with water 
All right. Well, that was that story. Yeah, um, that's going nowhere fast. <laughs> but <one> more. <laughs> go ahead. I'm still going to make Frosted Snowflakes uh, stout one day. That would be awesome. That would be I, actually really I think good. you totally should. I think that'd be that'd be awesome. You, you totally should do that. I, I, I would use all sorts of crazy ingredients like that to make different different beers. I think it'd Then be I'm going to do Frosted Mini Wheat Stout. Oh, hell yeah. It's a whole new it avenue. It should be a little stout. The frosted mini wheats should be like, oh, a, like, like a, a tiny eight ounce, yeah. little like eight ounce pour or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> the like, oh, well. oh my God, this is awesome. <laughs> and you could drop them, you could drop them in your beer. Like why are you? Then maybe not a good idea. I don't know. Anyways. I'll just etch we... them on the glass there. Okay. <laughs> It'll be served in an etched glass. Or, or like a, like a frosted mini wheat rimmed glass. That would be better. You can well, crush them up and then you can rim it. Yeah, that'd be good. Now we're getting fancy. All right. Well, whatever. Five-year bartender, what can I say? Anyways, we're moving <laughs> on. Wawa shares the blend of coffee to develop craft beer. Laos man, I put the story on here for you because I know how much you love Wawa about as much as I do. But Wawa has actually released its first branded beer in partnership with 2SP Brewing in Aston, Pennsylvania. Um the winter, the Wawa Winter Reserve Coffee Stout is an oatmeal stout, stout beer steeped with Wawa's new limited edition winter blend coffee. Sorry, go ahead, man. <laughs> no, I was going to say, a mere, a mere stone's throw, my boy, uh, from where I'm at right now. Uh, so, I, I don't know. It's it's going to be a coffee stout. That's, but but if Wawa is making their own craft beer, I suppose they're going to be dodging well, the... It sounds like Wawa is supplying the coffee for a coffee stout. Oh, okay. Well... Then that could be cool. I mean, anybody who's diehard Wawa out there could absolutely get down on this. Sounds like a good I, time. Yeah, I would love to know. And Ryan, maybe you have been able to taste this, and I, I have not. But I would love to know if you had a coffee stout that was brewed with, like, I don't know, Starbucks or Buddy Brew or Wawa coffee. Could you honestly taste the difference? I don't, I don't think that you could, really. I think it would more depend on the roast of the coffee and the flavor the individual coffees have, which they're all can be pretty similar i don't i don't yeah but again if, i'm saying if, that if I'm wawa, gonna get uh, yeah but if wawa wants to throw their name out there then uh, let them do it you know uh, let's let's get everybody on this gravy train speaking of gravy trains who here tried the hot gobbler that's a throwback from like three weeks ago i did not <laughs> did you try the hot gobbler i did not I've actually had one since I came to Albany. Uh, <laughs> pretty great. You get the gravy on the side. That's a real good move for anybody in business cash. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Wawa making submitting their coffee to make, make beer. I think that's great. It's going to be very small batch, specialty grade coffees. Um, I think that's all good, but I, I don't know. I'd like to see more of this stuff. It's not necessarily national news, but I think that brands collaborating and trying to experiment with craft beer is always a good thing. And I, I think yeah. that you boys kind of mirror the same opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Cool. Eventually, somebody's going to strike gold uh, with, with the perfect blend and the perfect coffee with the perfect stout. So let them do it. Let them go for there it. Goes, there goes the old prospector again. Yeah, we call that black gold. It's yeah. the, uh, <laughs> wait, what is that show? <laughs> what was that show with the California millionaires? It's a- you don't remember the show? Oh, the the Beverly old family? Hill, yeah, Hill, Beverly, Hill, Beverly yeah. Hillbillies. They call oh, that black shit. gold. Um, actually, oh, Texas T is also another name. But I, on, a serious, on a serious note, I do like to, every time somebody mentions this, I like to point out one joke that is absolutely fantastic with that series. I'll make it very quick. Um, when they strike it rich and they go to Beverly Hills, uh, at one point, somebody goes, oh, you know, 
you'll with that bed you'll need um new pillows and the guy um old whatever country bumpkin guy goes pillars well we brought them with the old house and they actually brought his own pillars um, <laughs> pretty great like they, ha- they were talking about pillars yeah it, i guess it's one of those things you have to see but mm, pillows good. pillars i get it yeah talking about that old rock oil that black gold that texas steve petrol Going. You should have stopped about three or four nicknames ago. <laughs> I'm gonna use the. I'm gonna make the, the or use the frosted flakes and make the Texas tea. That's what I'm gonna. There you Holy go. Holy shit, Ryan! You should make a stout and call it Texas tea. That's Ooh. what I just. I guarantee yes. that's already been trademarked, though. I'm not gonna lie. Uh-huh. I just said that. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Did you trademark <laughs> it right now? God. I'm still getting yelled at now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting yelled at through silence on the phone because I haven't got a text back. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We're gonna we're gonna keep going. We only we only got a little bit left. Um, to, to, I know. We're, I can't wait for this next segment, Donnie. <laughs> See, I was super excited. <laughs> All right, so so as we as we normally do, we move in from our from our craft beer section into our geek news, drink it on in, send it on back, and we have a very special Christmas themed um, geek news segment here to talk about, and it happens to be the Star Wars holiday special. Ryan Lausman, have you seen it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw the fast track. It is hot garbage. Hot garbage. It's such. First off, just just setting the stage here. It's such hot garbage that. The creator himself, George Lucas, said that if he had a sledgehammer and could control time, he would go back and smash every single copy that was ever created to pieces. <laughs> the problem yeah. is it has made it to YouTube and that is no longer a possibility. So, so he, <laughs> he directed that piece of shit? No, 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 no. And we'll get into it. He said the creator. Oh, yes. so you're, Okay. We'll get into it, but what we have for for the the podcast listeners out there, ladies and gentlemen, is the most the fifteen most what the fuck moments from the holiday Star Wars special. Does there uh, really need to be fifteen of these? We don't. We can go through some of them faster than others, but there are some definite WTF moments um, that you know just make me cringe. <laughs> and as I was texting you both. I was explicitly stating or trying to say that, hey, um, I think I sent this to you. Excuse me. It's a cool hiccup right there. I think that I texted both of you that there's. it's very hard to get through this. This is very terrible video and audio and whatever you want to call it. It's not a good thing overall mm-hmm. but um boys just on a on a quick scale if you can give me your your zero, zero. first <laughs> five, <laughs> five being the best star wars entity well what, what would you what would you rate it lastman uh i'm gonna say a negative 0.5 negative <laughs> half huh yeah yeah it was it was, uh, it was almost worse than bad it was uh i think it, it almost worse than bad <laughs> <laughs> I think it was worse. It was definitely worse than bad. I think that I showed it to a guy at work like literally today, and I was like, "Hey, it's, what? So have you seen this before?" He's like, "No, what is it?" He's like, "This is this is awful." I was like, yeah, it's <laughs> yep. did, really hard. It's really did hard he to watch. watch all fifteen minutes of it. I don't think so. He'd only been okay. in it for like two or three minutes, and he was he's like, this? Pretty, "He's never gonna watch another movie you said to him." <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not. But it's he also said this point. He's like, you know, in in 1978, which technically is is when it was. He goes, this was what TV looked like, really. That's that's what like it was. It was cheesy and um, yeah. not the production value was low. Yeah. 
uh, it was just bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just yep. was. There's nothing you can say about it. Um, but not everybody had a TV. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, and no. if they did, they were probably really stoned, so it looked spectacular anyway. Well, first <laughs> off, for for the record, the, the Star Wars Holiday Special aired on November 17th, 1978. I mean, that's okay. you're, you're you're not even talking about the 80s at this point. Like, that's... That's it's pretty weird for TV. It's a weird time for TV. Pretty sure the Steelers won the Super Bowl that year. That's weird fine. Fact, but but yeah. did they have a hologram version of Jefferson Starship's uh, music? No. Video? Yeah, no, they don't. So. Neither should have the Star Wars holiday special. What I, what I <laughs> did find very funny was Luke. <laughs> Just, did no. you like his, oh, creep, his creep stare? Can, let me get a smile. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I almost felt like this should have turned into a porno. Like this, yep. <laughs> that's where this was going. But he there weird. was, he was not, that I, not that I want to see Ewoks having sex, but this is where I thought She'd like pay for that. <laughs> yeah, that's weird that you brought it right to that point. You're like, well, because that's, that's really I've the only part of the a... film I watched was the Ewoks, the Ewoks having sex. I've been <laughs> to a build a bear before. Okay. I know what how do you think all those bears get built just saying they get st- <laughs> a lot of a lot of bear though oh, it's, just, it's just whoa what did the count get here <laughs> oh. <laughs> bears getting stuffed so we're gonna go through we're gonna go through some of these that was funny way to bring it back tough, to cereal tough yeah tough crowd jesus i get it <laughs> Some of them, some of these aren't that funny, but um, first off, yeah, there's 15. And I think this is a Screen Rant article. Yeah, ScreenRant.com. So if you want to check out the full list, check it out there. But I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with number 13, Boba Fett's totally random appearance. So so again, this this is two hours. This is two hours of, of Star Wars, quote unquote, content, if you will. Um, it just basically... The part with Boba Fett, it just happens to hap- come into play when Chewie's ap- never-been-before-mentioned son, Lumpy, is trying to keep himself preoccupied while stormtroopers raid his home. Uh, Ryan, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. There's, there's just... All I was going to say is that <laughs> there, there's an animated film of where... It features Chewbacca, um, Ken, Solo, through this segment. Luke, and Leia, and then the two droids who visit a planet that's completely made of goo and, and dinosaurs, which I don't understand why Lumpy would be watching an animated video of, of his dad. Uh, so therefore, in this, in this universe, they all exist at the same time, but they're all friends, but some of them are animated. But then Lumpy, who is Chewbacca's son, apparently, I don't, it's it's all just garbage. It's just really a bunch of garbage. But that was, that was Boba Fett's first appearance because he didn't show up until Empire. Oh, well, that's like he, he wasn't cool. in A New Hope. So, so it was a teaser. I guess, but he had different colors and different weapons and different stuff. So <laughs> I don't. I don't. In fact, part of the Fandalorian segment that we do on this very show is is featuring uh, Boba Fett's rifle, and the only time you saw that rifle was in the holiday special, which makes the holiday special canon if the Mandalorian exists. What was the? Uh... Is is it where they celebrate in Christmas? What what was it that they called that? Uh, they called it Life, Life Day. Yeah, oh, Life Day. that's right. And, oh, okay. So Life Day is. Uh, do you celebrate Life Day, Lars? Yeah, you, you guys don't celebrate Life Day. 
No, please tell us about your uh, life day adventures. Well, uh, we uh, we gather around, throw up a sash, and throw up a sash. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you got to throw up the sash, absolutely. Okay. And life day sash. Well, yeah, it's a life day sash. Um, is it and your then, life yeah. day or whose life day are you celebrating? It's in general, uh, if I'm honest, I mean it's everyone's life day. You know, we're all alive, aren't we? So, what, what but, day uh, is life day for you, for you and those uh, who mm-hmm. celebrate? Uh, I'm going to say... I feel like you're making this up now. I was gonna say we sit around and eat live cereal. Like that's that's what another cereal reference. Ah, we are ah. done with the cereal references. It's not funny. I, well, Talk it was until you flakes. Yeah, you regular flakes, me, bro. I really feel like you sandbagged me right there. Like I was, I had a sweet bit going. Yeah, you sandbagged the hell out of me. Dang. All right, let's just move on. Okay. You want some done, with your Captain worse. Crunch? Mm, I don't even want to. Nah, Donnie ruined it. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Admiral Crunch. Admiral Crunch. Well done. No, it's gone. No, it's all gone now. Whole thing's dead. Well, at the end of the story for this, is that that first appearance of Boba Fett, he gets more screen time in that cartoon than he does in Empire Strikes Back, and yet he is one of the most popular characters from the Star Wars franchise, which blows my mind. So, uh, good on him, man. Uh, that's, That's just that. I don't know. We uh we already talked about Jefferson Starship's hologram music video, so we'll skip over that awkward piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Harrison Ford looks more like he wants to kill himself than ever in Star Wars, but um but that's just the thing because I'll I'll fast forward just to to, to well it's not even in here. This is technically the second this this the the. The first sequel to Star Wars A New Hope, as in this came out before Empire Strikes Back did. So technically in the timeline, pre-Disney, um, this is the second <laughs> iteration of Star Wars, which mm. I would encourage again everyone to Google the 15-minute snapshot of um, the Star Wars holiday special because it is horrendous. Uh, but please. Don't, if- don't, don't do it. You'll never <laughs> get those 15 minutes back. You, you, Although you should. you should watch this before going into episode nine. Because well, you'll love episode nine better. Anything to escape this would be ten times better. That's true. Thousand times better. I'm and specifically, if you lived in or around the American uh, TV population on November seventeenth, nineteen seventy-eight, November eighteenth, nineteen seventy-eight, the Jonestown massacre had just occurred. Uh, so it was really oh a bad. God. It was a bad oh, time. Way to just. I, I'm just, just saying. The hate. Are you suggesting? <laughs> are that they you were trying? Related? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Somebody went ape shit after watching. They were the like, video. "This is really bad." Uh, no, I am not saying that. That the is. Fuck is he? 3PO. <laughs> oh, he was there. He was. I there. know. Yeah, I know. It was. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, way worse. In the Star Wars holiday special, which was also terrible and poorly timed. So, so that's wow. Yeah, you've drawn a lot of similarities here. They were both poorly timed, if I'm honest. Uh, yeah, I don't. Not good. Mm. We are, so moving along down the list, number seven, Great horrific call. production values. We talked we talked about how bad it was. A New Hope had a modest budget. Again, it was it was George Lucas's first um, Star Wars film. A hundred, it cost eleven million dollars. The holiday special only cost one million dollars, and that translated into production entirely shot on videotape with no flashy effects. <laughs> Terrible. I believe. Um, it. Part of the the movement there, we didn't mention that George Lucas hated the concept, but he eventually gave in anyways in an act to sell more toys. If you think about it, 
November 17th. It's about four weeks before Christmas. And um, he was like, yeah, this is some more toys. That's great. Go for it. He was not cited in the credits. He was not the producer or the director, but it was written into all the contracts of all of the actors. So they therefore had to um had to had to do it and again joe uh han solo harrison ford's character you know looked like a lifeless zombie going through the motions of han solo which didn't translate well so that's that's just how it was i don't think any of it translated well no, the no, no especially when the director says he wants to smash every copy the the only the, director. the only time in this special when i really honestly liked it i thought i was like oh okay when i saw chewie and han in the cockpit of the the million falcon and it was only for a second because it obviously wasn't to scale and wasn't exactly right but i was like oh this sounds this sounds like it's gonna be great and then you kept watching it and you're like oh no, oh, no. should it even be called a special it, it should be, yeah, it should be called a failure is what it should be called. Yeah. Really That's bad. Special, all right. That's uh, very special. So again, moving on, and, and we'll kind of jump around here, but uh, Chewbacca's dad gets seduced by a <laughs> Diane Carroll in an erotic hologram performance. Not exactly sure why that happened. Did you not see that part? It was uh, well, he hasn't. I kind of, I didn't watch the entire video. Ryan, you had two weeks. Nope. Couldn't do it. I, it I, I literally yeah, watched it an hour before this podcast. You are the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> I, I skipped around. I couldn't do it. It was so terrible. I it's, it was just bad. It was really bad. It was really I, bad. But I, in the spirit of Christmas, I expected you to watch it. Oh well, yeah. I mean, in the spirit of Christmas, sure. But it's they weren't celebrating Christmas. They were celebrating their their life day, and that's not the same. Well, so I feel you like that's that very um, in the ambiance. Yeah, you say that in the ambiance of a Christmas tree glow behind you. So, yep, it almost takes weird, like like you're really taken to Christmas. Like if it's not Christmas, it's taking the highway. Exactly. Uh. I expect a Christmas special to be Christmassy. <laughs> Christmassy. <laughs> it, and there are some bad was, Christmas things out there. I'll, I'll it, tell you that. It wasn't the Christmas special. It was the holiday special. And that holiday you were celebrating, my friend, on the holiday special was Chewbacca's Life Day. And he's never missed one. He's never Han Solo, missed a Han Solo has never allowed I've or never, never let him. Either. Yeah, I've never missed one either. I oh. wonder if the 30 years between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, how many <laughs> life days they met. Like, I'd like to revisit that. Maybe we can ask Chewie because technically he's still around. But Yeah, was he, this before Luke went to school and trained all those Jedis? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hold up. You called them Jedis? I uh, know. <laughs> like the no. <laughs> no, that's what I heard. Mm-mm. Beep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Jedi's may not know love or emotion. They must be non-persuasive yeah, force. That's because Jetta's break down on the highway because they're shitty cars. <laughs> I didn't say Jetta. I mean, I'm you with you. Say Jetta. I heard Jetta. I heard no, Jetta the, too. It was probably the audio. The yeah. audio kicked out. Okay. Our computers. We computers. have two left. Too late. We're still talking about this terrible movie. It's, this part of the podcast has been longer than the actual film. Well, with computers, they can do anything. Yeah, we, turn, do we, we are turning this into a roast. Now. That's <laughs> No roast. There's two other really uncomfortable things. Well, first off, there's really just one more uncomfortable thing. Luke, we talked about this as well. Luke Skywalker's awkward attempt to make Chewie's wife smile. So Luke is down there turning wrenches on R2-D2. And for some reason, Chewbacca's wife calls him out of a secret telephone, which maybe we should tell Chewbacca about. If I were Chewbacca, <laughs> I'd be like, wait a second, why do you have a direct line to Luke Skywalker? You don't even know him. 
I don't think they ever showed them meeting in the movie. They did not, I don't think. They did not. And why would they? He he would be like 19 at this point. And Chewbacca is 300 in Solo. So I don't I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just think that's a little awkward. But if you watch, it gets more awkward, doesn't it? Chewbacca's wife. Who no. are yeah, it's um, uncomfortable. Is the word that comes to mind? Yep, very uncomfortable. Um, the most. Yeah, and that's and then again, it just never seems to go away. And that's the last most uncomfortable thing about the special. So uh, I'm glad that we all went through that, especially during this holiday time to celebrate Louse's life day and Christmas for the rest of us. I am completely in the Christmas spirit right now. It's... Yeah, you're definitely not in life day spirit. You didn't even watch that shit. <laughs> I skipped around. <laughs> well, around. that doesn't that doesn't count for much, but that's all right, Ryan. We weren't anticipating much out of you. That's why I kept <laughs> reminding you guys both to watch it consistently. Yep, we <laughs> set the bar low, Ryan. Yes, we Pretty did. Low for you. I mean, and I gave you, and I also gave you the fifteen minute version, not the two hour version, where a dude pours a liter of beer into his own head, which is yep. great. Ryan, Ryan, you might as well tripped over that low bar we set for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I think unless you have anything else, that wraps it up for this evening. Anything? It's been a it's been a great year. I don't think we actually meet again until no. I'm back in the sunshine. Do we meet again before New Year's? Uh, no, I do not think so. I think that we will January first, New Year's Day. But that Uh, that might be not going to happen. (laughs) So unless we see each other in person, we won't be talking till the New Year. Possibly not. We possibly won't be talking. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. sorry what did cat, I do? The cat just jumped up on my, my computer. Oh, I got my calendar pulled up. I didn't see the cat. Uh, that's, that's right. Okay. I forget you had a cat. Yep. So do I sometimes. <laughs> oh, no. Cats love now. being the center of attention. So Yes, they love being held, especially. Uh, He's probably just trying to find out what you've been staring into all this time, and now he knows. No, she's just hungry. All right, boys. Well, where can the good kids find you? Last man. Well, uh, currently you can find me in Albany. Oop. You can find me in Albany somewhere. Uh, really not having a good time in general. Uh, but uh, everywhere else you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Lostman. Good to know. And Mr. Rye Guy or Broodboy813, where can we find you? Yeah, Facebook uh, at the Craft Brews and Geek News Facebook page. And um, also on Instagram at Broodboy813. Sometimes Twitter, not so much recently, but that's okay. Uh, hit me up anyway. I've been appreciating the uh, the love that you've been providing to the Brewmasters Club Facebook, or excuse me, the, the Instagram on Brewmasters Club, as well as the Craft Brews and Geek News um, Facebook group. I know that's primarily me and you posting either geek news or beer stories or pictures yeah. of friends that we met and, and that kind of stuff. So it's it's really a good time. Um, I, I do encourage anybody out there that's listening to uh, join the group. You can find us on Facebook, again, Craft Brews Geek News, or um, just go to, to if you have Apple or or Google or Google Home or Google Mini, whatever you want. Just just ask for us. And if you can leave a review, it's super helpful. If you want to see us on YouTube, we put all these on the YouTube channel a little bit after the podcast. So if you want the up-to-date stuff, check out the podcast um, here at Craft Brews Geek News. And if you want to find us on YouTube, Craft Brews Geek News as well. We put extra stories on there, a little bit different stuff than you'll get here. But uh, we just love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And as we say, first off, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. We appreciate you listening to us. Boys, anything Absolutely. else for everybody out there? Hope everyone has a great, safe holiday, for sure. Uh, 
yeah, I'm going to copy Ryan's thing. I hope everyone's safe and has a great time on the holidays. <laughs> All right. Like, and as you follow we, what he said, it's fine. It doesn't really matter. It's perfectly fine. And as we say at the end of every podcast, Ryan. Chewy has never missed a life day. Oh, man. I, th- I really thought, I mean, that's good. That's really good. Duh. But I thought I thought it was going to be something from a, a callback earlier, but but it's fine. I've it's been sitting good. on that since we talked about life day. Okay. I yeah. too. All right. And as we said, the inner episode, Last Man. Albany there. Like the song. Al- Albany. Albany. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I like Ryan's better. We're going we're gonna to go with uh. Ryan's. Ah, come on, man. Last man, you just made the blooper real. That's that's going at the beginning of the show. Because <laughs> now everybody that, man. <laughs> Good night, everyone. We'll up? talk to you later. So solid. Ridiculous. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers.